Okay, and we are live with episode five of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. I am joined today with great pleasure, my first fellow Brummy on the show. For anyone who's watching who doesn't know what a Brummy is, it's a person <laughs> from Birmingham, England. Not from Birmingham, Alabama. I can't speak for those guys. I don't yeah. know what they, they call each other. But if you're from <laughs> Birmingham, England, we call each other Brummies. You spell it with a double M I E, not a Y. <laughs> No. So we'll just play that out to start with. <laughs> so I'm joined today by Tanya Coley, as I said, my fellow Brummy friend. Tanya is a personal development coach and author, has written two books and has got a, another another one coming out in the new year, which I'm excited to see. Tanya, how are you today? I'm great, Jake. How are you? I'm very, I'm very, I'm great, and so are you. We're in the presence <laughs> of greatness. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. So, as I said, Tanya's in England. It's coming up to 9am in the morning here. I'm in Melbourne where it is in Melbourne. It's 10 to 6 in the afternoon here. So, Tanya, you're a personal development coach. And yeah. how long how long have you been doing that for? I've been doing that since 2018. Oh, so you got some yeah. Some skin in the game. <laughs> Previously, I was a lecturer for in health and social care, and I did that for 15 years. And yep. then I thought it was time to change the game. Oh, yeah. Change is good. Scary, yeah. but good, right? And what yeah. brought about the change? What Was, was there a defining moment, or was it just a builder? Well, the latter part of my career, it was more... I was head of the degree program. I wrote the degree for Sheffield Hallam University. I was lead on it. And I was doing so many things, but neglecting my family. I'm married with two teenage children. And I just thought there was no work-life balance. And I thought something has to give. And I was listening to this uh, message and it said, are you owning your future? And that really made me question and think, I really am not owning my future. I'm kind of doing what I love. I absolutely love teaching, but I can't give it 100% because there's a lot of policies involved, procedures, all sorts of things. You've got to teach the curriculum. And I just thought at that moment, there's something I need to do. I can either stay in it mm. and be miserable or change it. Do you know what I mean? It's as simple as that. Like we were yeah. talking before about Bob Proctor being just blunt and to the point. Yeah. It's either like that. So my husband just said, if you don't like it, change it. Yeah. But I was like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? That's all I know is teaching. That's all I, you know, I went to university, so it is to be a teacher. That's all I know. And he was saying, you'll figure it out. So January 2018, I decided to write my book, Open Doors. Right on cue, well done. Right on cue, <laughs> like that. So um, I wrote my book, and but that was years of procrastination, Jack. I don't know if you know about procrastination, but I... Right. We were talking about it just before the call. I know, I know, you know that I know about it. <laughs> I was married to procrastination, you know, so we had to get divorced. And I was just like, I need to write this book. Years and years of not doing it because of lack of confidence, the fear, who's going to read it, et cetera, et cetera. So, so I decided to write it. It's about the rejection, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, all those pain points. But I talk about how you can overcome. And six weeks later, the book was written. Uh, two months later, I received a best-selling author badge from Amazon. And I was like, wow, you know, look what's possible when you step outside of fear. And then I retrained as a coach and I handed in my notice. And that's when it all started for me. Wow. So it came around pretty quick then? 
the feeling yeah. was there. And then what an accolade that is to receive the Amazon bestseller badge with your debut book. Yes, I know. How long How long was it from when you actually released the book to, to you getting the, the, the badge? Um, it was about four weeks. Nice. Nice work. Yeah. I'm ashamed to say I haven't read the book now. I'm going to have to get it. <laughs> yeah, you've only just found out about it, Jake, so it's fine. That's very true. That's very true. So I got a little bit of slack there. So that's how it came about. That's how it was born, how it was conceived, your your journey yeah. from lecturer, you know, working at the university. And that sounds like it would be something that would be very hard work, particularly if you're writing a degree. That's That's huge. That was huge. It was me, myself, myself, a colleague and my manager came together and wrote this degree. It was absolutely hard work, but we obviously had to do it. We were determined, persistent, and they passed it at the boards and we were like, wow, this is absolutely fantastic. But then they were like, the following year, you're going to have to teach it now. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Do I understand what I wrote? <laughs> yeah. I can't read my writing. <laughs> That's interesting to me. I think it would be interesting to quite a lot of people on the call. You know, I'm not university qualified, but I'm sure a lot of the people watching, I obviously you are, you know, a lot of people know what it involves to to do a degree and to, to carry that out, to achieve that accolade, but to to write to write one's obviously a whole different thing. Mm. It takes many years to to get your degree. How many years does it take to write one? It didn't take long actually, because we did we only had a very short window. My boss, I had two bosses, and he was very much now, now let's do it now, let's do it now tomorrow. Yeah, it was like that on us. So we only had months to actually do it. So it was right. hard work because you had to do that alongside teaching mm. full-time as well mm. and what was the name of the degree what was the actual classification of it um if i can remember health and social care integration i think it was at yeah. sheffield hallam university hallam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i've had some um i used to go to sheffield hallam but i wasn't a student i was just just hanging around there hanging out. <laughs> hanging out. yeah a bit was going on for sure <laughs> Now, what's been your your biggest biggest challenge since you start started your business coaching? Oh, coaching. Wow, how long we got, Jake? <laughs> uh, as, long, as, long as, as long as you need. <laughs> the biggest biggest thing I believe for me, mindset, because yeah. your mind, the committee in your mind, will always tell you every morning what you're doing. You can't do that. Why don't you just go back to your job? Things like that. But that committee in your mind, I always tell people, you need to take to shut up and sit down, you know, because I've got to do this thing. I've got to make it work. I'm going to make it happen, you know. So it's about letting go of all of that and just saying, okay, your positive affirmations, your gratitudes, all those things, and I can do this, I can do this. And I think that was really a massive thing for me is my mindset. And they usually come across challenges and then think, I, don't, I can't do it. But then I think, actually, I can. If I've overcome that before, I can do it again. And that's what the yeah. mindset we have to have is that I've done it before. I can do it again. But it's just a challenge that we can overcome. And that's the big thing for me. Yeah, a huge thing, I think, for a lot of people. You know, the biggest the biggest thing me, often most people meet is themselves. Yeah. I think. A lot of the time, it's 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 you, you know, it's you who's yeah. holding you back. What's that? Yeah. Was I'm reminded of the uh, 
the old African proverb, if there is no enemy within, the enemy without can do us no harm. Exactly. And that, exactly. that rings true there. But then, now that's what you teach, isn't it? Mastering, mastering the mindset. I live it, Jake. I live it. When mm. the pandemic came, um, I already wrote a 365 book. It was uh, The Simple Way to Get Motivated, right on mm. cue again. Love it. And uh, you like that. And yeah. it's a 365 <laughs> motivational book. So you just read a verse each day. Mm. And I said to my husband, I want to release this book, but I'm not sure if I should release it now. And he said, well, Tanya, it's the pandemic. People's mindsets, people are feeling hopeless. So I released it, and then I came up with a 30-day mindset challenge training training your mind and i do believe that's the biggest thing to if you want to achieve your goals and you don't even believe it how are you going to do that if your mindset is not in the right place so it's about being transformed by the renewing of your mind you've got to renew that mind and it's not just for a short period of time it's a continuative process like we know being on thinking into results program with john Tenerico. Yeah. it's really important that we renew our minds daily so it's not just a quick fix thing it's a continuative process and that's mm. what i teach people mm. i'm a great believer in that i i was saying that every day you have to you have to let die who you used to be so you can give birth to who you want to become you know exactly. the life 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 to me and i don't know if you'll agree with me on this but it's a, it's a continuous journey always evolving always changing always switching up to new levels you know it's when you when you become stagnant and you can you can just stay in one place for a long time. Sometimes you can go backwards. Yes. Oh, my gosh, Jake. I was living in my com a comfort zone for a very, very long time, for many years. This comfort zone, because you know what's, you know, the routine, you know how it's going to go, you know how it's going to take place. And then when you reflect back, you realise, actually, I haven't grown much. I haven't progressed mm. much. I'm actually in the same place where I've gone backwards. So it's really important that we step outside of our comfort zone and that's where we're going to grow, transform and change and become all that we're purposed to be. Yes, totally agree with that. There's, there's not much growth to be had in, in something you've already done. This is something we've been learning about in the, in the Thinking and Results course, right? If you've got a mm -hmm. – goals are great. I, I think I've had goals for a long time. It's good to – Think about your goals deeply, write them down, have them on display and, and go towards them. But if you're going for a goal that's you know how to achieve, you're just moving mm. sideways. You're just moving sideways. You're just coasting yeah. through. Which is it's okay, but I think I think there's more than that within there's more than that within everyone, isn't there? There's more than that to set a goal that you haven't got a clue how you're gonna do it. It's just something, you know, it's a it's a fantasy, it's a want, and then just yeah. Have it in your mind, hold it in your mind and, and keep striving for it. It's about taking action, Jay. I talk to a lot of clients and a lot of people. They have these goals and it's great. Like you said, we write them down. We write the vision down, make it plain. We put, you know, on vision boards, whatever we want to do. But then that's sometimes with people, that's where it stays. Mm. And then you think it's not manifested because you're not taking action towards what it is that you want to do. What is it that you want to do? What are the productive action steps that you need to take in order for it to be manifest? And you've got to do it, and it's not going to come easy. It is hard, but as um, Les Brown always says, it's necessary, it's possible, and it's on you. Take responsibility. You've yeah. got to just do what you've got to do, you know? Yeah. And that's just it. It is hard, and we know that, you know, hunger for the hustle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, <laughs> it's necessary, Jake, in order for us to grow and be all that we are purposed to be. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. Could not agree with you more. And going from challenges to to wins, what's been what's been the one moment where you've thought, yes, this is me. I made the right decision. I this is my calling. This is what I should be doing. What's been that that moment, that real big win for you so far? Wow, a big win. I think if I can reflect of the latest win, and I think you can share this with me, Jay, is speaking on Saturday on Les Brown's platform. I think that is a big win when you actually reflect that months ago, you know, probably, I don't know, when you started, July when I started the Les Brown programme. Just thinking I'm going to, you know, be trained and become more uh, effective, make a greater impact with my voice, with my message then having that opportunity to share our story on a platform with 19 other people, that's a massive win. When you actually sit and reflect that we had that opportunity to share our message of hope. My message was about mastering your mindset and planting seeds of I am and I can. And I believe that's apt for the pandemic that we're in. Like I mentioned before, that 50 million people have lost their jobs globally. We need to make sure that our mindsets are in the right frame of mind because if you focus on where we're at, we're going to stay where we're at and the situation can become worse. But if we start mastering our mindset and declaring those positive affirmations, I am, I can, and declaring those, you know, gratitudes, we can be in a better place. And I think that was a massive win for me, being able to do that and share that. And like you said, didn't think it was going to happen, didn't, didn't, have, no, didn't have no clue. But it happened and it was like, wow, what an opportunity, blessed to um, actually be asked to be on the platform. So that's a massive win. Yeah, yeah, I can I can firmly agree with that. And it was a great win for you. And let me tell you, I'd just like to say you did a great job. It was a, an absolute pleasure to watch you. I was watching your speech again, actually, before our call today. You were motivating, you were inspiring, you were engaging. And it was just a, a real thrill to watch it. We weren't sure, were we? We were talking before the summit, and we weren't sure if the world could handle two brummies back to back on the on the live show. We thought we might break the internet, but we're both very happy to see. Evidently, the internet is still working. So, we <laughs> <laughs> did something right, or we did something wrong. I'm not sure. <laughs> but we're both we're both still here to tell the tale. No, like you say, I actually joined the. I actually joined the the Power Voice program in July as well. Hmm. And was it July? Or was it June? It would have been June actually. So I've been I've been I've been nestled. I've been, I'm part of the furniture in that group now. I've, I've been there. <laughs> I'm sure we've been booted off. You know, I'm sure we've been booted off. <laughs> no, no, I think it's I think it's open ended. Um, but officially, officially we've been booted off. Um, yeah, but I didn't. I went into it and I spoke to a lot of people who said the same. They were like, I said, well, you know, I was talk- talking to people, why are you in the training? Oh, well, because I just like Les Brown and I want him to pick me. I want, I want him to say, you're the one. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like, uh, oh, I forget his name. His, his teacher said to him, I don't know his name now, but his teacher said to him, you know, uh, you, you're the one and he, can I be the one? And, of course, yeah, that's what I was looking for. And uh, to be honest with you, that's what I was looking for. And then, it, yeah, it kind of spun on from there. I ended up with a live call with him and he asked for my phone number and then we connected in that way. But I, I, let me tell you one thing. 
I I I planted it in my mind. I knew as soon as the summit was announced, I was like, I'm there. I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing. Yeah, we've seen that, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What 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 you guys won't know who are watching inside. There was a flyer produced for this for this summit, and it had Les Brown and John Tallarico, the guys, are headlining it, and then then it had lots of question head marks, didn't it? Like uh, I don't know if anyone played the game Guess Who, like the back of a Guess Who game. Just a, a silhouette, head silhouette and a question mark. And I took it upon myself to Photoshop my, my headshot into there and then repost it and, and thank John and Les for um <laughs> for letting for announcing me at the summit and oh that that ruffled a few feathers in yeah, the group. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure I was flavor of the week. But um so yeah, I, I, for me I was I was like, I'm already there, I'm already and and I think it can be like that for a lot of big things, if you've already envisaged it in your mind so many times, often when things happen for me in 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 the physical, I was about to say in, in real life, but like in the physical realm, you know, things, the tangible things I can touch and see, I've seen them in my mind 10, 20, 30, 40, sometimes hundreds of times. And that sounds, mm. sounds crazy, sounds like airy-fairy stuff, but for me, that's, that's what manifesting is, you know, so... Yeah. It was an absolute pleasure and an honour to speak at the summit, but I'd be lying if if I said that when I found out I actually was going to be and it was confirmed that it was a complete surprise to me. Yeah. Right, here we go. It's confirmed. Now what's next? You know, make the most impact and, and make it happen. But, it, you know, as, as it was for you, an absolute pleasure, I'm sure. And I think, uh, I believe last time I spoke to John, 250,000 people have, have watched it now. Mm. Uh, if if they didn't know what a brummy was before, the no me, no. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, we're going to get switch right there from challenges to failures, from wins to failures, and that's where I find, as I'm sure you do, that's where you you learn more often in, in the failures, in the times of struggle, and and the times where you have to really bed in and get your hustle on. So tell me, what was what's been a, a failure for you? Something that's knocked you back and you've struggled with in, in the business so far wow starting out 2018 you know you're like yes i could do this uh, going through and everyone you know watching because i was new to facebook in 2018 you know so friends and colleagues are watching you and you're thinking i got this i got this and you're thinking have i really got this but was really having to really go for it because took, i took a risk <laughs> And as we know, we, you know, I wanted to change my results. So I had to change my habits, the way I was thinking, the way I was doing things. And for me, I wasn't seeing the results quick enough. Mm. I wanted to see the results. And I thought, am I failing this? Should I just fold the business? Am I just like trying to make it happen? Should I just go back to work? Mm. And I was going to close the business, Jake. And I think it was last Christmas, I think, or something. I can't even remember when it was, but I remember. I don't. I can't do this anymore. It's just. It's just a bit of a trying, trying to do something. But then I had to really question myself and think. At the end of the day, not everything is going to be now. There's a process that you have to go through in order to get where you need to go. And mm. it's how much do you want it? It's about holding that vision. And then being persistent and being determined. And that was great lessons for me in learning that. So, do you know what, Tanya? You know, I had to give myself a strong talk. And like Les Brown said, that's the, probably the most intelligent conversation that you'll ever have. And I had to have this conversation with myself and say, get over yourself already. You know, there's processes that we have to go through. So, yeah. I've learned 
to keep on holding that vision, be determined and persevere and keep on going because it will happen. We don't know when it will happen, but it will happen. And that was a big lesson for me. So I just keep on going, you know, getting up every day, having my morning routine. I've loved the lockdown because I've been able to really establish this, this routine that I have, getting up at five o'clock every morning, getting up, reading me 30 pages a day, watching positive messages, writing down my affirmation, my gratitudes, and then cracking on with my job, what I do, meeting my clients on Zoom, do it, and just keep on doing it, keep on doing it. And yeah. now, because of that consistency of the six months solid of just going for it, especially this year, is I've, my business is now international. I've got lots of international clients, which I wouldn't have had if I had shut the business. <laughs> yes, exactly right. It's like I was saying to Sabrina, who I was speaking to just yesterday, Thank goodness you didn't quit, you know, when it got tough and when it got hard. Otherwise, all those people that you are training and helping now would have been starved as your talent. Exactly. It, times, it's, it's, I've been there in business, trust me, there's many times. In fact, I would even say there's some businesses that I have folded and, and closed mm -hmm. down because they just weren't successful. It can yeah. come to a point where that's, if you've got the humility to do that, then mm -hmm. you've got to do it sometimes. But yeah. it's 90% of businesses fail within mm -hmm. their first year. They do. Um, it's if, if if you know it's worth it to you, and you're following your passion and your calling, you yeah. can be you can be in that other ten percent. You know, if you if every day you're like okay, today it's not working, but it's worth it to me. It's worth it to me to yeah. pursue and and keep my head in the game and know okay, it's not working today, but I know what I do does work. Today it's yeah. not work. Tomorrow it might not work, but I know what I do works, and what I'm doing is here to. Help and serve yeah. others. Exactly. And that keeps your head in the game, right? It just keeps you knowing, yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I, I've go ahead. So I there's a thing that I always say is you get knocked down, Jake. We always get knocked down. But it's about getting off. What's that song? I get knocked down, but I get off again. You're never gonna eat me down. <laughs> you, you nearly you nearly got me singing there. I'm not gonna put these <laughs> not gonna put these poor people through that. <laughs> I got another one from Les Brown. If life knocks you down, land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. That I yeah. had to say that there. It was good, good timing. So yes, yeah, mm -hmm. so that's it. Like it, it wasn't a. Fa it was interesting because I said to you, "What was your failure?" and and it, it led to that. But it wasn't. It was almost a failure, wasn't it? Because if you'd folded it, then it that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, you know, I was speaking to a young man the other day, actually, a young man in India, and he was just asking for some advice from me. And he said, oh, "I want to be a teacher, and I've got mm. to pass to be a teacher. I've got to pass the government teaching exam to teach mm. in, you know, a government level, which is you know, different thing, different country, but something you're probably familiar with. You know, you got to pass the bar, so to speak." And he said to me, "I've fa I failed the test many times, mm. and my friends passed it, and my friends teaching now in." In, in the government sector, but I, I keep failing the test. And I mm. said to him, well, have you, have you failed? Have you mm. failed the exam or have you just failed this attempt? Mm. You don't ever really fail until you quit, do you? It doesn't yeah. matter if you do the test, do the exam, run the race, do the competition 10, 15, 20 times. The one time mm. that you pass and achieve it, 
you can forget about all the other all the other times all the other times you didn't the learning is in the journey right exactly there's always a process of what we go through yeah it doesn't you know you failed and you failed probably seven times so what you yeah. keep on doing it until you get it look at you know what what areas do i need to improve in where do i need to do i need to get a study buddy for this you know for this person that wanted to pass their teaching exam do i need to get mm -hmm. a study buddy do i need to learn you know, um learn in a different way do i need what do i need to do differently and mm. that's all it is it's just about switching it up and he will yeah. pass because he has that determined he's held the vision he's got that perseverance and that determination so he will pass so you don't give up you just keep on going just keep on going keep on going at it yeah if it's worth it to you that's what you got to hold in your mind is it worth it to me yes it's worth it can i do it yes or no i can then just yeah. keep going Keep going, keep going, keep going. And as Les Brown said, no test, no testimony. No testimony, yeah, yeah, exactly oh. right. No test, yeah. no testimony. Mm. If you, if you had to, if you had to, let's say, let's rewind back to 2018. I'm going to put you there for a sec. Oh. Let's, let's say you started again. You started again tomorrow for whatever reason you had to start again. Would you do anything differently? Would you? make any adjustments to how you started it Ooh, that's a very good question jake would i do things differently i think there were some decisions that i made that i put off mm. because of fear and it's just for me just do things just do it and that negative committee it needs to shut up and sit down that false <laughs> evidence appearing real it's an illusion so it's about going for it and not thinking is it going to work how am I going to work it out what should I do just do it and I think that's a great motto to have is just do it so a lot of things that I'm doing now I should have done before and then I mm -hmm. think should I have done because I wouldn't have learned a lot of the things along the way so the question the answer is yes and no if no. that makes sense yeah, yeah I'll accept both answers <laughs> but could you give me a bit more detail like what were what were the things can you give me an example of one of the things you you thought you you should have done but you didn't do you put off for a while well is i i i my mind i have a lot of these book ideas mm. and i have this book that i haven't released yet and i don't and i don't know why it's just i do things and then i just and i think should I do that or should I leave it? And then I leave it sometimes and just park it. Because I'm waiting for the timing of it. Is it the mm -hmm. right time to do things? Mm -hmm. And sometimes with me, I think I just need to do things and just say yes and just do them straight away. Opportunities that have presented itself sometimes, I've said no to them. And I mm -hmm. reflect and I think it's because of, I didn't think I was good enough to do that. Yes. Like a speaking engagement, oh, I can't do that. And, um, you know, you can make an excuse. But then I reflect and think the reason why I di did that is because I lacked the confidence and the belief in myself that I have the ability to do it. And I listened to my own mindset. I actually chaired the committee meeting in my mind. And I <laughs> said, no, we're not doing that today. And I put, I get myself in the way a lot of the times. But it's about having the tools to know how to then overcome them. So I say yes to opportunities much quicker. If Les Brown had asked me or John Tenerica asked me, 
like a year ago to go and speak on his platform, would I have said yes? I don't know. I would have been like, oh, I'm not sure. But it's now using those tools that I have, the reject and replace, reject those negative thoughts, replace them with something positive, say yes to opportunities. Yes, you feel the fear, but you do it anyway. And it's those types of things that come to my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's like... Yeah, when the, when opportunities and situations come up that you feel uncomfortable with, it's easy to push them away, and that's just yeah. staying stagnant, staying in the comfort zone. But when yeah. you say yes to the things that scare you, and it pushes you into that area of discomfort and out that area of comfort, that's the spot where you're going to grow the most, right there. Exactly. That's, that's the, when you when you're pushed out of that. Oh, oh, I'm comfortable here. I'm getting uncomfortable now. And then, you know, it's strange because you don't, it's like, it's a, it's a line I, I used in my speech. You've got to go through it to grow through it. Yes. And it's easy to say, it's easy to say no. It's easy to say, sorry, I can't make yeah. 100 excuses in your mind. You know, very good point you raised, actually. If we'd been, if I'd been, or you'd been presented with the opportunity to speak to um, the audience of potentially millions, that's how many followers the world you were presented to, would you have taken it? It's an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great we're in a different place. And like we said, we've been through a process. And it's things that when we're speaking and we're coaching, it's not we're just doing it because we just look, looks great or sounds great. We've actually lived through these things. And we now have a toolkit of things that we can now present to people. This is why people say to me, are you always happy? Are you always motivated? Try and see me in the morning sometimes. I don't want to get out of bed sometimes. You know, I don't want to like get up at five and start listening to podcasts and reading 30 pages sometimes. My flesh. But at the end of the day, I've got tools in my toolbox that I use. No, Tanya, you need to get up. If you want a productive day, you need to get up. If you need to, you need to do these action steps, you need to. So I know my why as to why I do what I do. And that yeah. motivates and inspires me to then do what I need to do because we've got this toolkit and we use it because oftentimes we have it's the knowing and doing gap right we know yeah. it hmm. what do we do it and we do it a lot more quicker now because we have the tools yes I agree if you, if you know the why you can endure anyhow yes now that's something I'd like to talk about getting up early in the morning there's a no I actually got this quote from my mom I don't think she came up with it but it's something <laughs> I remember that she says Early to bed and early to rise. Healthy, wealthy, and wise. You know that one? Yeah. Yeah. Early to bed, early to rise makes one healthy, wealthy, and wise. I think it's a a good one. There's, I, I I'll be honest, I don't always do it. I always want to do it. The alarm always goes off. Sometimes it gets snoozed. I found this new alarm, actually, that asks (laughs) you, you you have to answer three mathematical questions to be able to turn the alarm off. There's no other way. No other way of turning it off. That helps me a bit <laughs> because, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're trying to, it's, it's like, it's pretty tough. Quite, I'm not good at maths either, so it's difficult. Sometimes <laughs> in 10, 15 minutes, my girlfriend's like, well, you shut that thing up. I'm, like, I'm trying. I'm trying here. It's like 200 plus 98 plus 74. I'm like, oh, can't see. <laughs> so there, there's a tip, but I digress. But, you know, there's something to be said about getting up at that hour in the morning, isn't there? When everyone, when the world is still, it's massive. I really oh. encourage. I tell my clients all the time when I do the mindset training. The first day we establish our routine, 
Because if you don't have a routine and it's not established, mm. you're going to go through your day just strolling through your day and then realize and then then you get an understanding as to why you're not being productive why you're not manifesting what needs to take place so i always say to create a positive environment i get up at five six whatever it is it's a sacrifice yes you have to get up just do it and when you're getting up and then it's going to bed a little bit earlier a little bit earlier until you get into that routine get up and then the night before i establish what is it that i need to do for the next day so those are my actions already. So in the morning, I've got my priorities. I know what I need to do. So every single day is ensuring that I'm reading, watching positive messages, making sure I'm doing my gratitudes. What am I grateful for? Because oftentimes we can look at our circumstances and situations and grumble and complain mm -hmm. and then have a pity party where no one's invited. So it's about <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> Do you like that one, Jake? So it's Not about right. actually... Look, take your focus on something else. You know, I'm grateful for, you know, I am so happy and grateful now that, you know, that we've got fresh air, we're living, we're breathing, we're healthy. We've got family, we've got friends. There's so We've got so much to be thankful for and grateful for. And then it's about then looking at what do I need to do? Do I need to contact my clients today? I've got Zoom calls, I've got coaching session, etc. And then establishing your day and just going for it. And that's just creating a positive environment. And then it's mm. ensuring that your support network, who have you got around you to support you? Let go or be dragged, as we always hear. So it's mm. about making sure you've got a, a great environment that can support you with like-minded people that are going to elevate you and not mm. drag you down with them. Mm. Because sometimes a lot of people don't want to see you progress and move forward because for whatever reason. So it's about creating that environment of your friends, your circles. Who's in your circle? I ask that question all the time who's in your circle mm. so it's about like-minded people iron sharpens iron mm, absolutely absolutely and getting up like that you know that that period in time it just gives you gives you a little head start i think gives yeah you a little, sets you up well you're thinking you're like little smug zone you know it's like <laughs> five, it's five past ten past five and i'm out here getting things done before anyone else has even lifted the head up off the pillow. Exactly. It's and half nine, Jake, and I think I've already done a morning. I think I need to go and have a nap now. <laughs> and I just, I, just, I got so much things done. You know, when you're feeling happy that I was just feeling happy to, I was like, I've done this, I've done that. I've, I've done so many things this morning. I can't believe it. And it's only half past nine. Absolutely. Particularly if, if you're a busy person, which is what you've pertained to there, you know, you're up before a lot of people are, so you're not getting distracted either. Mm. Particularly if you if you're getting up early to spend time on yourself with gratitude, yeah. meditations, looking at your goals, reading your affirmations. That's you time. That's you yeah. time time for you to set you up for the day, to set yeah. you up for whatever the day is going to throw at you. Might mm. not be good. Might not be a good day. You know. You're only as good as your last day, right? If you never character building days. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. There's never a bad day, it's a character building day. That's it. But yeah, I interesting, good question for you. If you go to bed at, if you're getting up at five, what time do you go to bed? Oh, you don't really ask that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay, this is what I do, Jake, right? Nine o'clock, I will go off. And then I will do my nighttime routine. So listen to 
thinking into results, your gratitude, your life, you know, all those things that you need to do. And I do my nighttime routine. And then sometimes I will read and then I'll say, I'm going to read some more. Then my husband comes up about like after 11 or something and I'm sleeping. The book's like, and he says, you're very, I said, I'm over ambitious. He <laughs> <laughs> takes a book off you and tucks you in. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bad setup to me. <laughs> yeah, so I go to bed relatively early, but lately, Jay, though, to be honest, since I've started the Les Brown program, mm. I've been to a night owl, I think, because obviously right. here it's 12 midnight. Is we it? Have to up. So it's yeah. like, wow. And, and sometimes. And it's like John yeah. at half nine at night. Yes. Half yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. and, and you know, as you know as well as I do, sometimes those the power voice calls with Les live live every week <clears throat> can run into two or three hours. Yes, you know, dep- depends how Les is feeling. If he's if he's, <laughs> depends if he's had medication or not. <laughs> if not, it can run into three four hours. I think the longest one I've and been in still uh, having my morning routine, still getting yeah. up, still keeping it locked. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think it's important, like. It's something I, I had to kind of test for a few years. Like they say eight hours is, is the optimum sleep. For me, I find, unless I'm already tired, that's actually too much for me. Too much, yeah. Six, five and a half, six hours is optimum. Yeah. For me. I can perform good, mm. no dramas on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight hours, yeah, I feel feel sluggish after eight hours. Yeah, but how do you test that out? you you gotta ha- you got to be able to have at least a week period, seven days, of of having no alarm and just letting yourself wake up naturally. Yeah, that's so, it. No one's been on holiday for a while, so that's not really happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now tell me, what are some of your goals, aspirations for your for your coaching for the future? Oh wow, that's a a good question because I've been actually reflecting this mm. morning. Because I got up early and I had the, uh, you know, I had time to manage that and have a think about it. So, like I said, I'm a coach, I speak, and I'm an author. So I've been evaluating what does 2021 look like for Tanya. Hmm. So I'm doing a lot of shifting and a lot of moving about. And for me, through the thread of all what I do, is making that greater impact, being that voice. Hmm. So <clears> I want to make sure that what I do is a glo- making a global impact, Jake. That's what I want to do, is make a global impact. Not just stay in my little comfort of Manchester, but I want to be able to spread the good news globally. I want to be able to help the brokenhearted. I want to be able to set people through that feel captive. I want to be able to release people who feel imprisoned from, you know, in darkness. I want to be able to comfort those who are mourning and there's a lot of people that are mourning right now and how do we do that is through our story through our message of hope through coaching helping people with their goals taking action and having that ability to be able to say through the lockdown i've actually achieved my goals through the lockdown because i always say to my clients we're coming out of lockdown better than we went in we're coming out with some things i ain't coming out of lockdown and i had done nothing for six months six seven months so it's about me personally, I want to make a global impact with what I do, spreading that message of hope through my story or through my coaching. And that's what I want to do. 
And I truly believe you'll do that. In fact, you're already well on the way. And, and pertaining to what you said there, coming out stronger than you went in, you've had yeah. six months and look what you've achieved already. You signed up to some new programs, some new courses, yeah. embarked on some new journeys, some new chapters. And exactly. brought about, you've brought about, I would say, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to say. I, I didn't know you six months ago, but, I mean, you answered the question yourself. If you'd been asked a year ago to speak at that level, mm. would I? You know, would you? Would you? Because mm. uh, we're not looking back anyway. We're only going forward. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> or I would have done it, but would have been like Les Brown who did that prayer at the church. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he got up and his mind sat down. <laughs> hi i'm tanya mm, yeah. hi i'm yeah. tanya amen <laughs> yeah, oh the door's locked <laughs> yeah yeah maybe it's interesting maybe perhaps it wouldn't have had as much impact now tanya and maybe, I know and maybe as well sorry jay but maybe as well we weren't ready then because we had to go through a process to get to where we are today yeah. It's interesting you say that actually because I, I actually I've, I've been watching Les for many years and just listening to his, his messages on on YouTube and and more lately he's got a spot uh, a podcast on Spotify. Mm -hmm. um, it must have been three four years ago. I thought you know I'd like to be trained by him and, and approached asked about some coaching and and it, at the time it was it wasn't it wasn't a price that I could afford. It was mm -hmm. but then you know the course we're in now. Which is only around because of coronavirus, because people like Les and, and a lot of celebrities actually you're getting a lot more access to them at the moment. They're a lot more available and they're doing things that they probably otherwise would like to do but just don't have the time to do. So it's a really good time to access people who 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 yeah, have yeah. Um, you know a busy schedule and, and are are famous. Mm -hmm. And like the course that we're doing now. It's only accessible because of the coronavirus, and it's a, a one-to-many training, which makes it affordable as well. So there's always always good things to shine to shine out of it. Well, I know you've wrote I know you've wrote two books, and and you told me that there's a, a new one coming in the new year. Can, can we talk about that, or is that a bit? We can talk about it for a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I just I just take the sizzle, not the steak. <laughs> I love it, Jake. I absolutely love it. Um, so my it's a goal planner. Okay. My mentor suggested that I should do a goal planner. And I thought to myself, why didn't I even think of that? I always do goals and take it action. Why didn't I think of that? But like Les says, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. So it was great that she suggested that to me. So I've written it. Next yep. week will come the proof copy. So when it comes, I'm going to show everybody what it looks like. And then once I'm happy with the layout and what it you know, looks like, everything like that, then it's going to be released. So it looks at what projects are you doing? Like you, like me, like a lot of people listening on this call, we do a lot of projects. So it's about managing your projects because sometimes we can then do a lot and we're doing things and then we miss appointments. It's not because of our character and who we are, but it's because we've got a lot on. And we need to manage our activities and what we're doing. And we need to be productive in everything that we do and be effective. So it's looking at, you list all your projects. I've come up with a vision board template on writing your vision there, having it visible, and then doing a evaluation every three months of your, your goals. Are you on track? 
if not why not, all those evaluation questions that you ask yourself. And then writing down what you need to do for that day. It's got a tick box, it's got a habits tracker that you, you know, you tick and as you go along. So I feel it's going to really benefit people to stay on track, take action and just get their goals accomplished. Yeah, and get a little bit more organised, right? We were talking about that before we came on live. It's um, not always easy to be organised, but it's certainly beneficial once you once you start getting a bit more organised, for sure. Yeah. And that, so I was saying to Morgan this morning, I'm a one-man band. So yes. I know that feeling. it's very hard to do my marketing, do my mm -hmm. strategies, do my social media, do my admin, do this, do, do you know. So having this planner will then consolidate everything and then put everything in one place where I can manage more effectively. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. I look forward to seeing it. I'll be I'll be buying a copy. I need to need to be more organized, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop your social media handle in the comments there. <clears throat> so anyone who wants to connect with you can connect with you. I can't actually see the comments live today. There seems to be some kind of error with that. Can you see any of the comments no, there, I can't Tanya? See any comments. No, 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 I'll have to I check that out. Maybe, Jake, the thing that Tanya's boring and you don't want to actually write anything in the comments. I don't give you possible that we could not have any comments right <laughs> it's possible that we could not have any comments but i just thought i'd actually that'd be interesting to know tanya it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on if anyone wants to take up training with you or or get in touch with you about what you do where can they where can they find you oh wow you can find me everywhere jack i'm everywhere <laughs> um, you can email me at tanya i believe i can.co.uk or you can go on my website i have a booking page it's i believe i can.co.uk <laughs> hey and then i'm on social media instagram facebook linkedin you'll find me there tanya coley i'm very approachable so you can drop me a dm email me whatever and i will respond Wonderful. Well, thanks for coming on, my fellow Brummie. And when you bring the goal planner out, I'd love to have you back on again and, and talk about that. That'd be fantastic. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute, it's been a plum pleasing, plum -pleasing pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> As well as a privilege. <laughs> thanks, Tanya. I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye bye.